Hello and welcome to the December edition of the Association Conversation Station. This episode will be a real celebration, we hope, uh, because we're going to be looking back at 2022, uh, the year where we've been celebrating the Association's 50th anniversary. And we'll also be looking back at prominent Association achievements and memories, and also discussing what's in store for the Students' Association in the future. Uh, I've been joined today by four fantastic guests. So we've got Margaret Greenway, our president, uh, Beth Metcalf, uh, the association's chief executive, uh, Sue Goodyear, who's one of our honorary life members, and Leanne Goodall, who's a former volunteer for the association. Um, welcome, everyone. I'm going to give you a chance all to introduce yourselves and also just to give us an overview of, of your role and, and your relationship with the association. So, uh, Beth, I'll start with you first. Hello. Um, so I'm I'm Beth, as Andrew so um, kindly introduced me, and um, this is my first um, podcast that I'm doing for the association. I'm currently the chief exec, um, which means that I work to support the staff team, the president, the council member, and um, try and make sure everything's in place for our volunteers so that we can provide all the services that really help OU students to get the both best out of their student journey. Thanks, Beth. Uh, I'll go to Margaret next. Thanks, Andrew. Um, well, I'm Margaret and I'm the president of the Students' Association. I first came into role um, on the 1st of August and it's my first um, role within the association. I've studied since 2007, um, attended a consultation a few years ago, um, never really done anything else and I thought, why not go for it and see what I can do to help improve uh, student life so thank you thanks margaret i'll go to sue next hi my name's sue goodyear there's a fair few of you who will know me um i go back to 2005 i'm currently in a privileged position of being an honorary life member uh, apparently the volunteering i've i've done my many roles since 2005 um were recognized and uh this is my first podcast, so I'm, I've actually, even though it's been since 2005, um, I'm actually quite nervous. So uh, I'm an OU student, so I can cope and I can get on with this. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We've made a strong stuff here. Um, and finally, Leanne. Hello, yeah, I'm Leanne Goodall. I was a student at the Open University and graduated in 2018 after studying all kinds of things but mostly focused on art history and creative writing. I was a volunteer for the Student Association and ended up doing quite a few different things um, but all focused around radio, magazines, periscopes, live videos etc and I look forward to talking about it today. That's great, thanks Leanne. Actually that's a good point to to go on to our next question because um, I was wondering, Leanne, if you could just sort of give us more detail on that, really, how, how you first got involved um, with the association uh, itself and, and how this has developed over the years. Yeah, of course. So when I began studying, um, it was quite a big thing for me and it's, I think it's something that I thought I'll probably never go to university. I don't really know why, I just kind of thought it wasn't for me. Um, and when I'd eventually got to a point where I decided, hang on, I'm going to give it a go, I started my course and um, did find it quite tough at first. And I think one of the ways that I tend to deal with things when I find them tough is I start writing things down. I tend to be a bit of a writer with everything. And so I began a blog actually on my study journey. Um, and I literally just started writing about all the difficult things, how I've got through things and how they were now good again. And I was only really doing it for myself, but actually people started to read that blog and it started to help people. Um, they were getting something from it. Other Open University students were reading it. And I think it was uh, Heather Bloomer who first, um, she was working with the Students Association and she first found my blog. And from there she invited me to write for the magazine that the students were getting. And then after I wrote for the magazine, I was invited on as a radio guest to talk about things. Um, and it was really during that first radio show when things really kind of 
changed and developed for me because I just remembered how much I used to love doing things like that when I was a little girl, playing in my bedroom, making radio shows. Uh, and I remember Heather kind of giving me signals through the window of, you know, wrap this bit up or stick to this time or whatever. And I was just loving it, feeding off it, doing really well. And I could see her face lighting up like this radio show's going well. And it just developed from there because I absolutely loved it. And it started a process of me beginning to realise who I was and what I wanted to do in the future. That's great. It's, it's like the association sort of um, allows people to kind of blossom in a way. Has, has that been your experience as well, Margaret? Yeah, I mean, um, since coming into this role, <laughs> I'll be honest, it's uh, Beth will know I was a complete nervous wreck at, at the beginning. I couldn't even stand in front of my team and talk to them. I was like, what do I say? What do I say? Um, but it's definitely given me confidence and with studying with the OU that has given me so much confidence um, when I first started back in 2007 I, I I wanted to do a degree life had had circumstances where you know I ended up getting married having children I was put on the back burner and to be fair I did fail the first two modules <laughs> But I kept going, kept giving it a go, and now I've already now I've got my degree and I've been going on to masters. But yeah, definitely working with the association, it's definitely given me confidence and helped me blossom. And there's so many opportunities out there now that I want to help other students um, get as well. So it's it's an exciting time. That's great. How about yourself, Sue? How did you first get involved? Well, way back when, my uh, box of um module materials had arrived through the post and it was like I don't know whether I can open this and should I open it and when can I open it anyway I took the plunge and opened it and then a letter came through the door and it was um, because I was living in South Wales it was from the Wales um, Regional Forum inviting me to a social event um, in the town centre and uh, I ummed and ahed and ummed and ahed and I thought it's two hours of my life I'm going and I can ask hopefully some questions and stuff anyway so I went I went to this uh, this meeting hall and I met probably about a dozen other students and that two hours sort of changed my life I became more involved I started to make friendships, I felt less isolated as a student, and it was possibly the best thing that I'd done, knowing that if I hadn't have liked it, I could have stepped away. And because they'd sort of said to me, if you need support, just, you know, contact us and stuff. And I just loved it, loved it. I actually got to see more of Wales as I went on through and became involved because that was the days of uh, secretaries, treasurers and and the such like for, for the meetings and it all had to be documented and, and everything but I got to travel and as I say meet more students and I grew in confidence and took on more roles and uh, yeah it was lovely. That's great. Um... The listeners won't be able to see this, but we've been joined by Sue's dog as well, which is lovely to see. Sue Staffy, so that's great. Um, from your perspective, Beth, in the staff team, yeah, how how did you sort of first sort of become aware of the association and think, oh, I want to be part of this? Well, um, I live in Milton Keynes, and obviously Milton Keynes is the home of the university campus, and I'd driven past it quite a few times, and I had no idea really how big <laughs> the OU is you know you just sort of drive past it as one of these other buildings and uh, my dad works in the university and he was talking to me when I said to him so what's the student union do because when I was at university I was one of those supposedly hard to reach students I didn't live on campus I went a few years late um, and so actually my union never reached to me you know I, I didn't attend anything uh, that they did I didn't realize what they could offer and so when I went for the role to work with the at the time the new sort of elected team because it was the first year when I joined in 2016 it was the first year they did one member one vote and so they 
weren't sure who would stand and, you know, thought there might be people who didn't know about the association. And so we worked on an induction uh, for these new students and, you know, they rolled out this opportunity where everyone could stand and everyone could vote. And it was really good way of getting new students involved. And um, that was a temporary contract in 2016 to help with that. And I'm still here and I've now done three modules with the OU and I think any angle that you come at it, you get a little bit addicted, <laughs> really, don't you? So I've worked with loads of volunteers who say, oh, yeah, I came to this one thing, like Sue. <laughs> and then before you know it, Sue and I are sitting at some awards evening because she's been nominated for sort of Woman of the Year in Milton Keynes for all the work she's done. And we're having a drink thinking, how did we get here? <laughs> but um, I think it's it's an incredible way of getting people together from all over the UK, the four nations, the rest of the world. And you don't really have opportunity to meet such diverse people in your life. So I think it's, you know, you, you are exposed to new things and it's it's so interesting that people sort of hang around <laughs> forever. But yeah, that's, that's my perspective from a staff and volunteer side. I've worked with a lot of the volunteers and it's really lovely to see when people come back as well. So I remember meeting Leanne when she was leading the radio station and, you know, Sue and I came along. I think Sue had a sink in her rucksack. Um, that was the first time I met Sue. <laughs> she picked up a sink and carried it all the way to Milton Keynes. She was building her barge. But, um, yeah, it, it's a bit of a, a family and it, it's it's really nice to be involved. Yeah, I, I think that's the same for me, actually. I mean, I've been... I've been here just over 18 months and there is a real family atmosphere, you know, in the staff team as well uh, as, as the relationship with the student leadership team, which is really lovely. Um, I was just wondering uh, next, really, obviously we're, we're looking back at the the 50 years of the association, but I was just was sort of wondering what your own individual memories were. What What's your fondest memory? What are you most proud of? I'm going to start with Sue because... Uh, I'm intrigued by the by the awards and the uh, sink as well. So I'll start with sink. Right, okay. Shall I start with the sink? As we all know, an OU student goes on a journey and from a student uh, association perspective, it can be a bit of a wild journey. Um, so I went to a student conference and I'd been going fortunate fortunately to a to a few conferences and I met another student at a conference who'd arrived early and was first timer and hadn't uh, been to a conference so I was supporting them for a bit and um, a few years down the line I got invited to to uh, go and stay with them and then they had to meet up with another student who happened to live on a narrowboat Anyway, I stepped on this narrowboat and it was like, whatever this is, I have to investigate it. So trundling on a few years, um, I sold my house, got my narrowboat, designed it and the sink saga, I uh, went on the internet and went to shops and looked at sinks. Anyway, I found the one I wanted in London. And by this point, I was living in the Midlands and I thought, oh, London's only near Milton Keynes. Let's go and get the sink because they don't deliver. I'd forgotten that London is so big. So it was, um, yes, it's 20 minutes or whatever from Milton Keynes to London on the fast train. But then it was about an hour and a half each way across London on the tube. And I had a sink and some taps in a box on a very very hot day and on my return obviously I had a meeting at Milton Keynes in the student office and I walked in with a sink and uh, <laughs> yeah that was that was one of my more stupid things um, to do um, what else oh I've lost my train of thought that's okay that's great distracted by the sink story I think <laughs> <laughs> what else was it you asked me about sort of what you're most proud of during your time associated with uh, the association so i was 
utterly surprised and thrilled beyond recognition to receive the honorary life member um, status, whatever you want to call it. Um, I just used to tootle my way through meetings, sometimes initially in the beginning, well, and towards the end, um, sort of raising my hand and talking about the wrong thing at the wrong time, but being gently guided into sort of meeting etiquette and, and stuff. Um, the fact of meeting other students and then uh, being put forward for this volunteer women leaders award was just unbelievable um who would believe that little old me well not so little and probably a little bit older um me um would be seen as somebody worthy of being put forward um for for such a um an honor but i i think one of my main uh, thrills and achievements was because my role as at that time of vice president representation was to support volunteers was seeing people who'd come forward and had no experience of volunteering had perhaps awkward lives behind that where they'd been told they'd been useless or no good or would never achieve and they had the courage to sort of say, hang on a minute, can I can I try this? Whether or not they were volunteering at a degree ceremony or at a uh, campus for the students who were studying as part of their module for a week and watching them go from scared and not so confident to loving it and then just being thanked for helping them progress and then some of them have have gone on to you know do bigger better things and really excelled so that's one of my uh, favorite highlights i think yeah absolutely that must have been amazing really special night um Leanne, how about yourself? I mean, it sounds as though you were you were really thrilled about your involvement in the radio station when that was up and running. Yeah, so I'll give a bit of context so that people can understand why I enjoyed that so much. When I was young, as I said, I used to make radio shows in my bedroom. I used to think about writing magazines. I used to want to be the child reporters that I saw on TV, sharing things that would help people around the world. It's, it's something I just always loved. But when I was 15 at school um, and we were asked to fill in forms about what we wanted to do for work experience, I was thinking about journalism. I was thinking about TV. And uh, my school wasn't too far from a TV studio, so I put down that I would like to work in a TV studio. Um, and <clears throat> sorry. And when uh, the form got sent back to me, it basically said, "Don't be silly. Put something sensible down." And so from that moment, I, I wasn't a particularly confident person, even though I liked speaking in that kind of media context. I was I wasn't a confident person at all, and I had a tendency to always put everybody else first and what I wanted didn't matter. And so being told that the idea of getting into anything to do with media or journalism was silly, I believed it. And I know that's really silly looking back now, but at 15 years old, I believed it. And so I absolutely ruled it out. I spent many years trying different jobs. You know, I did well with them all, but they weren't the right thing for me. Something had been missing for a long time. And it was only when... I got made redundant after my second child that I decided to use that as a bit of a platform to try and go and find what I wanted to do, which is what led me to the Open University. So when I was invited to start hosting the radio show, I knew that it was going to be something I was going to enjoy, but I hadn't really pieced everything together at that point. And I remember sitting in that first show, getting this feedback from Heather through the glass windows that I was obviously doing quite well um, and then getting feedback afterwards from the staff that had been listening and working on the show but also from the students who had said I really liked it when you said that or I'm so glad you asked this question in an interview or this helped me that helped me and I got so much out of 
doing that and, and all the other things that I ended up doing with the Open University Students Association because it validated to me who I always was but I'd forgotten and it also gave me such a sense of satisfaction to be helping other people and it was actually that that later on, many years later when I realised I could do something about it, gave me the springboard to say I'm going to go and get something that I want now for the rest of my life and, and actually now I work in TV making documentaries and I definitely credit the Open University and my time helping them do things for leading me towards that. So yeah, very, very, very proud to be part of it. That's amazing. That's, that's a life-changing thing. And I think for a lot of uh, OU students, that, that will have been uh, an experience. You know, a, a comment from a teacher or someone at school can really affect confidence. So that's fantastic that uh, the OU was, and the association were able to change things for you. Heather's still with us at the, uh, at the, as part of the staff team. She's fab. Um, Beth? Uh, yeah, what's your what's your fondest association memory? Oh, <clears throat> there's a, <laughs> there's a range of so many, um, but I think actually it's it's quite a small one, um, really. So my fondest memory was actually something to do with the radio, and it was I think when we were working on setting up a little bit of a group of students to put together content and find articles and things like that. And we managed to recruit, I think, 12 or 13 other students to join us. <clears throat> and when they all came into the room together, um, we were, <laughs> I think I was just a bit blown away. So it was like the most diverse <laughs> group of people <laughs> I'd ever come across you know a couple of people had come over from um abroad a couple of people had you know so had come on a boat some someone had flown someone had got a train someone had uh, come over on the ferry from Ireland you know it was just listening to the journey that people had made into the room we had such a fun day and you know there were people who had on the day said a little bit like Sue was saying you know they were really worried about coming. Um, there was a couple of students who told us that they actually had some disabilities, which made them a little bit nervous about coming. But they, they'd made the journey and they'd got there and they'd felt supported. And some of them were really shy, but wanted to be involved in doing the content side of things, but were eventually convinced to do a little bit of talking. And, you know, it was just, I think, you bring together, the OU students are so different and so diverse just people you would never meet and we just had such an amazing day and I think it was one of those roles where I thought oh this is this is really worth doing just to get these people to meet each other you know and and be in the same room and when else would you have that opportunity and I think all of the volunteering roles that we've had you know we we have elections we have reps who sit on committees we have people who help with graduations and every time you meet a new group of students and you hear their story it's always just so lovely and I think Sue's got something to say on that one as well I'll let you come in Sue <laughs> I yes I I have to look back quite fondly on the on the everything to do with the with the student radio um, my claim to fame for that is I was the the first voice to to be heard on it and there was lots of umming and ahhing and pauses and and everything else but watching the and listening to the the other student volunteers who were who were on the show as as it went through the the time because it was up to about two hours and stuff and at the end the atmosphere of them all acknowledging what they'd achieved and been part of was just unbelievable it it just left a high for for the rest of the day and like you like you said beth the the students and who've uh rung in or messaged in and said thank you i i feel more supported and it was just maybe a sentence we said that just got to them and reached them and that changed their whole sort of learning journey and may have even got them them involved so yes fondness 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 for the radio
That's great, isn't it? It's about connection, isn't it? So that the, the radio station was really able to uh, connect with our students in a new way, which is fab. Um, Margaret, how about yourself? What, what's your fondest um, memory with the association? Right, well, being very new to the association, I'll have to go back to my first um, proper contact with the association, which was, I think it was 2018. Um, I attended a consultation in uh, Cardiff um, OU, and um, Sarah was there before she was president. And we, we were discussing, um, I can't remember exactly what we were discussing, but we were brainstorming and we were getting to know each other. And, and I made some really good friends on that day um, who I'm still in contact now. We're still on Facebook, so you, you know, you'll see what everyone else is doing. Um, but that was my first awareness of properly what the association did. At, at first, you know, I just thought it was just, it's just there. You know, I didn't really know what, what it what it was and you know I didn't really engage with it um but yeah going forward over the years then I'm keeping an eye on it and every time the elections popped up I thought oh should I give it a go shouldn't I give it a go I thought oh I haven't really got time at the moment or there'll be some technical issues so I'd try and then it'd all go to pants so I thought no it's not meant to be this time (laughs) so when it did pop up um this year I thought you know what I'm just gonna go for it there's been lots of changes over the last few years. What have I got to lose? I'll give it a go. And it just so happens that it was like the most people standing in an election with the association. So I thought, there we are, no chance here, you know, at least I've given it a go. Um, but like, like Leanne, I had very low confidence, very low self-esteem. I had lots of turbulence in my personal life, which was you know, knocked me a bit further. And when I did win the election, I think that was, it was a shock. And it was like, no, actually, people do value what I want to stand for and what I want to put in place. And, you know, since then, I've I've been at um, a graduation ceremony in Newport. I haven't attended my own yet, but uh, I was able to see all the other students coming on stage and the, the smiles and their faces and the sense of achievement. And it, it was just so, it, it was just reminds us, this is why we're here and we're all a family. You know, it's it, and it is addictive. When you don't study, you're lost. You're like, what am I supposed to do now? And yeah, coming into this role, it's, um, yeah, there's so many good memories and meeting the team, and it's an amazing team. So there's so many more things to come, and it's, I can't really point out one thing because just everything's amazing. No, that's great. Now, the the, uh, the student leadership team who've been with us since, uh, since the summer have really sort of, uh, you really got stuck in, which is great to see. Um yeah, and, and of course you've you've come in in, a, in an interesting time because obviously we you know, we've been celebrating our fiftieth anniversary this year, um, and we, we put out a a new video which which had a lot of our achievements in, which is available on our website. Um, we'll give you the address at the end of the podcast for that, and also um, there's so many milestones which have taken place, and I, I was just wondering if. If there was one milestone you'd love to have been around for, what what would it be and why? So I'll start. I'll start with you, Margaret, for this question. Ooh, nothing like pressure. <laughs> the the first one that the, the the main thing that comes to mind is I can't remember her name, but the first president of the association. She she seemed like such a formidable woman, and I if I can leave any stamp, you know, a fraction of that um then i'll be happy but yeah i i, I think the you know b- raising the awareness and the the education for all and you know th- th- just everything that she she was able to do and to yeah put such a massive stamp on things um yeah i, I think i'll start at the very beginning that's great yeah i think it was millicent marsland her name and there's there's some footage of her from uh from a tv um Oh, you used to put out TV shows uh, in the early seventies, and there's some footage of her, and yeah, she's uh, she's so passionate. It's it's great to see. Um, 
How about yourself, Leanne, with the same question? Yeah, so in some veins, the same way, I'm going to say probably more than I should here, but firstly, how could you not be proud of any of the achievements of the OU Students Association? I'd be proud to be part of any of them because absolutely all of those things go on to help people and I love things that help people. Um, so I think probably initially to be there at the start of the launch of the Students Association would have just been amazing to know, we, although you probably wouldn't have known then, but for something that goes on to help so many people, that would be a real sort of proud memory. But then thinking a bit more specifically, I also thought about when the Students Association managed to get um, like the NUS, I think we call it totem card now, student discounts for people, which I know might seem a little bit silly in a way, but one thing I noticed with the Open University is a lot of students either suffer with not feeling like a real student or other people don't think they're a real student. And as simple as it is giving them a discount card, that card identifies you as a student like other people and I think I always loved being able to get my student discount card out and be able to say look I'm, I'm a real student I can do this too I can get a discount and I think it kind of validates you a little bit as a student and makes people feel a bit more connected to everybody else because OU students absolutely are real students and you know do everything if not far more than many other students ever do and so yeah I think I'd have been quite proud of that moment too. Yeah it's amazing those those seemingly little changes in the histories a lot of work's gone into getting them uh, to be implemented but yeah that's fab. How about yourself uh, Sue? Um, I copy what uh, Leanne has said uh, about the the student discount card I too was excited um, to present my card and get bits of money off and, and feel part of something something bigger. Um, like the others have said, I would have liked to have been around at the beginning to, to see what they wanted to plan and how they saw it progressing and it would be lovely if, if anybody could ever come back and say, well, this is how it started and um, and this is this is how far we've come and looking at at the the site and the the video that that shows all the achievements i think it's amazing and i think it's it's an excellent uh combination of students over the years um putting themselves forward and suggesting things and um things like the the di the di more diversity groups the disabled student group the um bme um groups that are that are now forming and and people coming on board with that and it's just a reflection of all the inclusivity that that has sort of been a available to us yeah it's it's a fab video it really is it's um if you go to our website if you go to the about us section of our website and then you'll find uh, a section called our achievements and it's there and it's it's a really it's just a fantastic whistle stop way of of seeing all the things that have been that have um that have been achieved over the over the last 50 years How about you? How about you, Beth? I imagine there are some things you you'd have really loved to have been, um, you know, sort of chief executive for when they went through. Yeah, well, I've, I was just working it out actually, and I've I've seen and worked with six presidents. Um, you know, I'm sure Sue has seen many more. Um, but uh, each each president always brings a different sort of perspective and passion so there's different areas that we explore every couple of years when someone new comes in which is fantastic really for keeping the association you know up to date with what students want make sure we're covering a range of things so I've supported groups who got edurome for students who got tutorials recorded for students but I think that the um, one I would have loved to be around for was when the disabled students group um, took that tour to Italy with their modified bus. I would have loved to go on that trip with them. That looks so amazing. And, you know, they've got a little um, book out about it, um, Have Wheels, Will Travel. And I think it would be a fantastic thing to do again. You know, students come together, fundraise to go abroad and, 
you know, make it open to all. And I think, you know, there's so many things that have happened that you look back and you think it's, it's all happened because students have come together with an idea and gone for it. And, you know, everything that's happened in that video is students who are saying, this is what we want to do and we're going to do it. Um, I think I would have loved to meet Millicent, but I also think I would have been petrified of her, Margaret. So <laughs> she seemed like a force to be reckoned with, which is exactly what you need if they're on your side. <laughs> but imagine being the university up against Millicent when she was setting this up. <laughs> you couldn't have said no, could you? So she's the reason we're here. Um, but yeah, so many things I would have loved to have been involved. Um, there was a couple of people at our 50th dinner who'd come back who were involved in the past and one of them was talking to us about when they were able to get you know hundreds of thousands of students signatures to take to number 10 um, and how they worked on getting name degrees for students so the association is the reason why you can say that you've got you know a particular name degree it's not just an open degree so I think that is another thing that really helps students and it's something that someone said, why don't we have this? Let's do it. <laughs> and I think that's great. So, yeah, loads of things I would have been involved in. A bit like Leanne, a bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still, there's still um, so much that the, the association um, can do for our students now. Um, it's so inspirational to see what's been done over the last 50 years. But um, there's, there's, still, there's still more things that we can help them with. So... Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll start with you for for this question, Beth. Just really, why should students get involved with the Students Association and how should they do it? Well, I, I think that the why, if you've listened to this podcast, you're probably already convinced, right? <laughs> Leanne, Sue and Margaret's stories, you know, must must be convincing enough. Just Just the fact that people have made friends, people have... Um, you know, felt less isolated, felt a part of something, and that's a reason to get involved. Um, for the for the future, what I'd love to see um, at the association is um, more support groups. So I, I would love to see. We're we're going through quite a difficult time as a country, shall we say? Um, and I think that finding your tribe, finding your people, um, is really important when things are tough. And I think the OU Student Association can provide that. So at the moment, we've got a um, disabled students group. We've got a group for LGBT students. And we also have a group for black, Asian and minority ethnicities. And I would love to see those grow. I would love to see you know black students going off and having enough people to have their own group so they can do things that really matter for them. I would love to see a carers group, single parents, you know, Anything where it feels a little bit more difficult at times to study, having your people in your corner and having that sort of connection and, and shared understanding is so important. I think that's one of the biggest things that we can provide as an association. So if you want to set up one of those groups, all you need to do is have a couple of people and put in an application to be a club and see how it goes. It, if it goes well, we can, you know, upgrade to a society or a group, but all it needs is a couple of people who want to set up the support and we can help. So that's what I'd love to see happen um, in the future and how, how students can get involved. There's, there's so many volunteer opportunities, but I think if there's a gap and you see the gap and you think this isn't here for me, then we can help you set it up. So, yeah, just tell us. Tell us what's missing. Thanks, Beth. Um yeah, Margaret, from your perspective as president, why do you think it's so important for, for students to get involved with the association? I think once you make that step and get involved in the association, you realise there's a whole new world out there. Um, you've got a whole new community, a family. Um, you're not on your own because it's very easy when studying to just feel isolated. You're in your room studying, trying to hit the deadlines. You're not necessarily having much contact with other students. And I think ju just making that first step, like like I I went for that consultation. I thought, you know what, I'll get to meet some people. I'll, it's only a couple of hours. They pay me some <laughs> expenses anyway. So, you know, it was, it was a win-win. And from there, it's just 
opened my mind. Um, there's so much more out there. And I think just make that first step and you won't regret it. it it'll be the best thing you've ever done. So go for it. That's great. How about you, Leanne? Yeah, I echo everything that has been said already. Um, OU students are really quite a special group. And the moment you meet another OU student, you have that exchange so you know you're both students, there is an instant connection there straight away, an instant level of understanding. And you bond with people really quickly. Now, some people are at home, isolated, feeling lonely, and it will help them. Some people aren't like that. They're actually feeling like they don't need the association. They're fine. They're getting on with things. But I promise you, whichever camp you're in there, whoever you are, if you get involved with the Open University Students Association, it will enrich your experience in one way or another. That might be because you're connecting with people. It might be because you can have discussions about your courses or you can share ideas, you can help yourself or each other. Um, but it might be something even better than that. You might be able to upskill, you might be able to try something new that you've never done before. Or like me, you might actually open a door that then leads on to your dream career. So why not get involved? Thanks, Leanne. Would you echo that, Sue? Yes, I would. Get involved, take that one step. It can be a tiny step, it can be a giant leap. And the great thing about the, the Students Association is if you don't feel comfortable in one role or one experience, you can try a different role or a different experience and you can have the support and the knowledge that others have gone before you and done the same and you will just get so much more out of it. I have just had the bestest, bestest of times being involved. And mine was that letter through the door and taking two hours out of my life. And then I'm addicted now. <laughs> uh, yeah, just just try it, just do it. There is there is so much opportunity. and. Don't listen to the, the sayers that say, why you, you know, you're no good. Listen to yourself. You are good. You are good enough to do something and get involved in the student association, whether or not initially it's online because you're a little bit afraid of putting yourself out there. Um, there's roles behind the scenes. There's roles in front of the scenes. And, you know, I mean, I've done all this volunteer and I'm doing my first podcast. And I'm, I'm sort of getting through it. So thank you for listening and all that. But uh, yeah, it's it's just personal achievements and a way of doing it at its best. Thanks, Sue. Um, yeah, we, it, it, it's so fantastic. to. I think this thing of looking back does give people a chance to really see what the association has done, you know, individually and, and, you know, how we've been able to help students um and how you know how it's been such a collective uh, link between staff and students in that time um obviously we're looking we're looking to the future as well and i was just wondering i'll start with you sue well, you know what would you like to see from the association in the future i think again looking back at um the achievements over the years that we're happy to move forward and change and acknowledge that um at times change can be slow sometimes change can be quick um, I would love to see more students take that step and come on board um, and then be able to sort of write their own student learning journey uh, because it's inclusive and it and it's transforming it really is it really is how about you Beth well other, other than wanting to see all of our support groups grow <laughs> I would um, I would really be and I think that Margaret's committed to this as well keen to see in this term that the accessible formats issue gets sorted so we're pushing for students to make sure that everyone receives their study materials in the way they need them at the time they need them so that there is no differentiation between those who are studying online or those who need additional printed materials so that's something that the association are really banging the drum about this year 
have been for the last few years. And as Sue said, sometimes it is slow. We have improved things, but they're not there yet. Um, and I'd love us to fix that issue so that students don't have to wait or defer because they didn't receive something that makes it easier for them to study. How is that, how is that process going, Margaret? Is it, is it sort of two steps forward, one step back? or? Yeah, they're, they're fully aware of the situation. I, I think it's um, the challenge of how to yeah, get, get the processes in place. I, I think it's, uh, it's an ongoing situation that's constantly being looked at, um, but they're fully aware that it's not acceptable for, for our students. Our students deserve better. Um, and everyone should have equal opportunities to be able to study and not be hindered by delays in formats. So it's, yeah, it's definitely something that's constantly raised and they know that we're not going to be quiet about it. And we're just going to, if, if it's not done in one area, we'll just go above their head and go to the next person. So it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely something that's on the top of our agenda. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. Thanks, Margaret. And uh, yeah, Leanne, what, what would you like to see in the future of the association? So I have seen so many people get so much benefit from getting involved in the association in any way, big or small. And so I know that there are lots of people who do get involved with that, but I also know there's lots of people who don't really know an awful lot about it still, um, probably don't think they need anything like that so don't look um, and I would love for the Open University Students Association to be kind of in everybody's face <laughs> an option for everybody to be able to get involved and for me um, I've got into documentaries as I said and TV and I love sharing stories I think that's how we connect as people and it's really really important for OU students to be able to connect so I would love to see even more of sharing people's personal stories and doing that in a visual way because visual for most people will help enhance the story. So yeah, I'm thinking we've got YouTube, we've got small mini documentaries of people's inspirational stories, but I'd love to see a day when those kind of things happen and, and we share more about who these students are because they're a brilliant bunch. And I think that by sharing their stories, more people will get involved. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, there's uh, a lot to come. There's a lot more to come, which is great. And you're volunteering to run that project, is that right, Leanne? <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day. <laughs> um, Sue, would you like to come in? Yes, please. Just off the, the back of saying that sometimes uh, things move slowly, um, the study materials issue was an issue sort of when I was uh, more prominent and it it just goes to show the perseverance of students who attend meetings with OU and uh, the president and, and, and others attending uh, all the different areas of uh, volunteering that they can get into, um, that it does keep raising this issue and they have to keep acknowledging it and they have to work on it. So if you're a student who's perhaps been affected by this doesn't mean you have to get involved and suddenly start waving a flag and chanting at the doors of, of the Open University. It means there may be an opportunity for you to volunteer in a in a part of that that deals with this situation and then you've contributed and, and you can look back and say, yeah, I was part of that. Absolutely. Margaret? Yeah, I, I just wanted to follow on from um, everyone. <laughs> um, Basically, what 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 I want to achieve, and for my you know the people who follow me with the association, is that ideally to you know double the size of the association and to increase awareness where we've got so many students who are aware and who are involved that we're completely swamped. <laughs> you know, I want to be in a position where there's so many students. We need to keep you know doubling and doubling in size. Um, I, I think the more students who are aware and get involved, um, the, the better the, the student journey is um, and the more diverse 
um, student, you know, the, the more diverse student we have, the more we can do to help everyone because it, it's the areas where people don't really speak up or, you know, th- those areas where we, we can do more to improve and we, you know, people just need to speak up, let us know. We, we've made our website more accessible. Um, so it, we're trying to get more engagement there. Our recent elections was the, the biggest engagement we've had. So it's, um, yeah, I, I just want to have, you know, every student involved or aware of us. That, that's, that's the ultimate goal. And so that we're completely swamped and the, we need to carry on. But yeah, the, the more voices we have, then the better for everyone in the end. And that there's, there's always something, you know, a position for someone. You know, it doesn't matter. It, the, the position may not be even there, but we can create that position. You know, we can create the role for that student if there's something that we haven't already got. So it's uh, very flexible and it's, you know, it is your your association. So we will do whatever we need to do. Definitely, definitely. Did you want to come in on this, uh, Sue? Yeah, just thinking about um, students or those who are listening to us now thinking, well, I can't get involved at the moment because I'm busy and I'm studying and doing whatever. There's a time between modules when you suddenly get that message on your on your dashboard saying yes you're registered and stuff use time like that those those few months at the end of your first module and or your second module to look up and engage yourself and see what else the the student association is is doing or or looking towards um because you've got a couple of months there so you do have time i love that sue (laughs) and and actually one of the things that's usually on at that time is graduation ceremonies and i have never been more motivated with my own studies than when I've watched other people <laughs> graduate because when you're on the stool you get people coming up to you um, for example someone's coming over to buy a mug or a hoodie for their dad who's just graduated and they're so proud of them or their brother their child you know and they tell you their stories and then you go home and you think wow now I need to do my, do my work <laughs> better get this tma done <laughs> because you're just so much so motivated yeah it, there's so much inspiration isn't there from uh, from our students and so many fantastic stories and you, you you know you you've shared some great stories with us today the four of you so thank you very much uh for for that and and you know i feel really inspired i'm sure our, our listeners will be as well so thank you very much for joining us um And to all of you listening, happy Christmas and see you in 2023. And thank you very much. That's it from us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to Margaret, Leanne, Sue and Beth for joining us for this edition. And remember that if you'd like to see our 50th anniversary achievements video, just visit our website at oustudents.com and then go to the About Us section and you'll see a page called Our Achievements. You'll find the video there and honestly, it really is a fantastic and inspirational watch. The perfect way to sum up the last half century of the association. This has been the Association Conversation Station. It was hosted and produced by myself, Andy Evans. Thanks for listening. Have a lovely Christmas and we'll see you in 2023.